1: This is Rick from TC
2: Paintball. You're listening to The Eric Zane Show,
1: a show where the host makes the audience create intros, complains about them, and then refuses to play the correct ones.
2: And now, because I'm required
1: to, here's Eric Zane. Welcome, 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 welcome. That is uh, Rick's band there. They're called the Paintballers. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures right here each and every day of the week. Okay. Um, it was uh, its just stupid. The... There was like some glitch in the matrix when I was getting ready to start this live stream right here on Twitch from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. It's quite simple. You just hit a go live button and then you put in the title of the show and then off you go. I didn't intend that to rhyme. And then it says you're live, but this time, no, no. And this happens from time to time. Usually on a day like today where I'm I'm literally up against the start time. Big red X that says, sorry, everything's fucked. Boy, I got the window open. More on that in a second. I got to be careful. Just feel bad when the window is open because of the hallelujahs. It said, everything's fucked. And then I'm like, why? And uh, it says, we don't know. Try logging out. And then logging back in. So I'm like, well, I can't. I got to start the show. So I try it again. Same thing. Fucking Red X. Assholes. Ah, Shit. he will log out. Log in. Can't remember my username. Can't remember my password. Send it to me. Just a pain in the ass. 30s. uh, You know, like there's. Two level notification where it's uh, this, uh, Twitch has like 50 level notification. Oh, yeah, we just sent you uh, a text. Enter that number in. And then we also, there's some guy banging on the front door with a code word. Go talk to him and give us the code word. Oh, and, hey, there's one of those airplanes going over your head. Uh, going over to the house, pulling a fucking sign. Whatever that word is, you got to enter it in here. Oh yeah, uh, a yeah. chief fuckface down the street is doing smoke signals. You have to decipher it and uh, and enter it here in order to get back on Twitch. Some shithead uh, down the street is using Morse code. A U boat in the South Pacific is reaching out to you. Whatever they say, enter it in. U boat. That's your World War Two reference of the day. So, fuck! All I want to do is start the show, and uh, you yeah. know, I got it going though. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, plenty to talk about today. I, I'm I'm more subdued because the window is open, and why is the window open? It's not like it's incredibly warm in here. It's no, no. Um, we are being just uh, blasted. We meaning me. Well, me and the other dogs, but they don't seem to mind because they're dogs. Um, with an absurd level of fart, and I'm like, how could, how is it that they don't react really? When when one dog farts, especially, it's not uncommon for one's dog, one dog's face to be in the ass of the other, and then the the dog will fart right onto its face, and then no reaction. I that I find that incredible because the devastation from these dog farts is just, it's just too much. I can't take it. So I'm like, well, I, I have to open that window. And as you can see behind me, that door is cracked because you got to have like some circulation. And so it's a little colder in here, but that's okay. I got my heater that Jason Mays gave me here. And uh, that's the only way I'm going to get through this. Because I'm like, shit, it's uh, minutes before I'm starting the show, and I can't even think it's so bad. Um, and hell, I've had that window open and that door open for several minutes, and it's still remarkably thick. Question, do they eat grain-free food? I don't know. I have no idea. I go by what the vet tells me to feed them, and obviously, it's a practical joke by the vet if it's a food-related thing. Uh, yes, make sure you give you tell Eric to purchase the the food that makes the worst farts in the dogs. So that he can talk about it on his stupid podcast. I don't know. Um, As we get started today. I made I took careful notes of the things that I would that I would be talking about yesterday. And a lot of what I have here are observations about the two women in this house. Who. I guess they decided that they were going to uh, be destructive and terrible to me, who honestly, all I did, um, well, in Madison's case was try to help her. I gotta close this window because I'm probably gonna freak out when I'm telling the story. And I don't want the window open. The hallelujahs would be ruined if they heard me swearing, and I just can't have, and I just talked to Brian yesterday, so hang on. guy he got uh he pulled in yesterday and i was talking to him I was like hey brian how are you this is right after i had a long talk about him on the show because i was wearing the covenant christian uh hoodie and he sees it and he goes hey, hey leo there neighbor i see you got your crusaders gear on go, yeah hell yeah representing i didn't say hell yeah i go yes sir representing And then we had a discussion about uh, their high school basketball team. And all the while, I'm going, yeah? Oh. Oh, cool. Nice. Oh, my God. I don't don't give a shit. Nice guy, though. Okay. So, yesterday, the plan was really simple. And I had to keep the schedule going, you know? Um, Just... My days blend in a particular way of, of work in this room, and it isn't like it just ends and then I go on doing personal stuff. These things are um, blended together when you work in this setting. And that took a little while to get used to, frankly. Um, but as the day went, I was like, okay, Madison, we got to get out of here because um, she, her, her vehicle needed to be looked at at Irvine's. Okay, so now when like two weeks ago, when I picked the car up from there, um, I noticed that the steering wheel was a little difficult to turn. And I was like, huh, well, all right, I got to go. I'm not going to worry about this. And um, they had just repaired a, uh, a leak in the power steering unit. All right. And amongst other things. So I get the car back. I go, Madison, this is your car to get to work. Okay, first day she drives and she goes, Dad, the steering wheel is hard to turn. I go, huh. Okay, well, let me call those guys up and we'll get to the bottom of it. They said, yeah. um, Well, it didn't do it for us, so let's take a look at it. Bring it back and we'll do a recheck. I go, perfect. Of course it's that simple. Thank you. You guys are awesome. So they go, we'll take care of it. So I call her back, and I said, "Hey, honey, we got to take it back. We got something cooking." And uh, so and she goes, "Oh, well, I can't do that. I um, can it wait until spring break?" I go, "Well, that's up to you. I mean, you complained, and I, you know, so that's if you can, if you think you can swing it." Uh, she goes, "Yeah, when I'm moving, it's 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 all right, but when I'm parked, it's hard." I go, "Yeah, okay." Well, they'll fix it, so why don't you bring it back? No, I can't do it now. I go, all right, fine. She goes, spring break. Right now is spring break. Right now. In fact, let me close this story, because if she hears me bitching about her, my ass is grass, and I, I'm already on thin ice. Hang on. Fuck. So now I've got dog farts. Okay, so, um, she gets back here Sunday night. And I go, "Hey, how about Monday?" No, nope, I got something going on Monday. Okay, how about Tuesday? That's your day off from work. She works at a restaurant. Oh no, no, no! That I'm going out to get my nose and my ear pierced. I go, you are? What are you? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, it's just a little cutie right here. Put it right here. And then another one in my ear, she's got like, so uh, Jackie did the same thing. She went through the same, same, uh, spell where every day she got a new piece of metal in her fucking face. I go, uh, all right. I've never met someone who, you know, if the wind blows the wrong way, they burst into tears, but you, you jam metal in their nose and ears and they don't shed a tear. How is that even possible? So Tuesday's out and then, uh, I go, well, Wednesday, let's do it. Well, I work Wednesday. I go, well, can you, we do it before work. All we have to do is drive that Accord to Irvine's. You drive that. I'll drive my truck, drop it off, give them the key, turn around, come home. When do you want to leave? I go, well, uh, doesn't matter to me. I'm, uh, you know, you, you have, uh, Um, your work schedule. She goes, uh, well, I have to leave by, as long as I'm leaving the house by 4.30, I go, well, I can be done with everything I need to be done with by 2.20. Now, she's been there. She knows how far away Irvine's is from here. And um, I swear to God, this this is what happened. I finished up at 2.17 yesterday, my interview with Jay Moore, more on that in a second. And I hit end interview. And then I turn around and the door opens. She goes, are you ready? Are you ready? Oh my God. Are you ready? I go, yeah, yeah. I'm, actually. Yeah, I am. I just got to grab my wallet, put my shoes on and go. I'm ready to go. She And uh, so then I follow her out. And then in the time it took from that exchange to the 20 steps to the other part of the house, she goes, Okay, I'm not ready. Okay, I'm not I'm not ready to go. Okay? And it's all like that uh, uh, fuck you uh, tone of voice. And I go, well, when are you going to be ready to go? As soon as I get done getting ready. Go, well, that doesn't really tell me anything. All you got to do, you don't have to see anyone. All you need to do is drive there. And then I give them the key. You don't have to go inside. And then we go back. You don't have to quote unquote, be ready. Well, I just want to be ready to go to work. It's, I I mean, I got it. I got to go there. And then I still have to eat. And oh my God. And geez, oh God. And we just, we have to leave by 430. And she's just kind of fucking laying at all these terrible things. The world is coming to an end. And all I want to say is Ukraine all I want to say is do you realize that there are people your age who are fighting in the streets with real problems and here you are you're 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 creating some madness um for an, for something that is 2 hours from now you're you're connecting all these weirdo dots of something that's not going to happen about time and stress and you and I'm just thinking this I don't dare say this if I said this she would uh, go get a butcher knife and stab me. And I go, and I'm just looking at her. And I go, okay, uh-huh. So and she, what she wants to do is she wants to get out of taking the car to Irvine's. Now, again, she wants the car fixed. And I go, honey, we got to get the car. I don't know how to fix the car. The professionals know how to fix the car. We got to take the car to them. So let's leave. Just put your shoes on. I gotta keep ready. Oh my God, it's terrible. It's fucking end of the world. Oh my God. She's about to burst into tears. I shit you not. I mean, motherfucker. Just stop. So, um... Several several more times over the next several minutes, I'm getting... Are you ready to go? Are you ready to go? I go, yes, I, I am. So, we're actually... She's putting on her coat and she's like, Let's just not do this today. Do we have to do this today? And I go, Yes. Get in your car. But well, don't get mad. I can't believe you're getting mad at me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not getting mad. I just want to leave. If we if you keep all of this whatever this is, it's just eating away at the time. Now it's only two forty. I've got to drive. 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. She wants to leave by 4.30. We have plenty of time. Plenty of time. She also wants to deposit some cash in the bank because she got a bunch of like actual money from her tips. Are we still going to have time for this? Go, yes, we are still going to have time. We're absolutely going to have time. If you get in the car and leave. Let's go. Oh, Fucking madness. Uh, So I'm like, let's do this. She gets in the car. Uh, Comment, quit fucking enabling her. Yeah. Stay in your lane, Huey. What the fuck is wrong with you? Quit enabling her. Yeah. Do I tell you... How many pounds of pork rinds to put into your belly? Mind your business, you fucking troll. Anyway, uh, she gets in the car. I get in the car. We get there. She right away is disarmed as we get there. Turn around, come back. Everything's fine. And then we uh, we get over to the bank. No problem. She says, Dad, I'm sorry. I go, now, I, I always play dumb. I go, for what? For what? What? What happened? She goes, well, I was really grumpy there, and uh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I go, hey, I get it. Uh, Just know that right now, as we walk in the door, it's what time? She goes, 345. I go, did we have enough time? Yes. I go, well, um, maybe you can gain something from this. Maybe you can learn that I wouldn't uh, put you in a spot where we're going to be late. I'm not an idiot. I know. Sorry. Yeah, I get it. Don't worry about it. Can you make me dinner? Absolutely. Go ahead. What do you want? I'll make you, you go upstairs and get ready. I'll make you something nice to eat. Um, so there, there was that one. Now I, um, expertly navigated that without any drama. I mean, for me, I kept a cool head. Um, she's got nothing on me now. Old Eric would have told, I would have treated her the way I treat you idiots. And just told her to fuck off, but I'm smarter than that when it comes to her, okay She also has a, a a mental health issue that um people like Mays are too stupid to figure out and uh uh would would cause unbelievable turmoil if I handled it the way uh that fucking ogre would, but I don't handle it like that because I know how to handle my anxiety filled and Uh, mentally disturbed daughter, so shut up. Uh, But it went off perfectly. It was incredible. I did an amazing job. I put on the Eric Zane Show podcast charm, and that's how I get what I want. No aggression, no anger, and uh, everybody's happy. So there you go. Then there's this. Um, actually I'll save the next story about the other woman in this house who wanted to kill me, even though I did nothing. First of all, thank you for being here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. If you would go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live and hit follow, that would be awesome. Then while you're there, scroll to, um, the big red dot. It says subscribe for free with Twitch Prime. You click on that, and you link up your Amazon Prime account. All right, and uh, once you do that, um, you then can use the emotes, and you will not get a commercial in the middle of this live show. Um, there's a once you do it, it'll ask you if you want to link it up. You click in the upper right hand corner, link your Amazon to Eric Zane Live. Yes, you do that and then you're off and run it doesn't cost you anything. You've already got an Amazon account. If you do that, that is uh, that is sweet. If you don't have a uh, if you don't have an Amazon prime account, you can actually pay money if you want and do that. There's also bits, which the rumor was bits was going away, but I don't think it is. I think that I was given some bad info because there's it's still on there. If you want to buy bits with your actual money, that way when I do something great, which is every minute of this, you can give me bits, which means I get your money. Honestly, I'm embarrassed about that because I like to give you shit in exchange for your money. So thank you. That is uh, how you can follow the show on Twitch. Live every day, 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. You can also follow me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Zane Both Twitch and Facebook brought to you by the aforementioned Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. You can follow me on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. YouTube, I'm there as well. Brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance, the Medicare Advantage Plan expert. Follow me on YouTube. Hit the bell notification, thumbs up if you see me go live or if I have a video that I post there. Okay, Ben and Eric, tonight at 7 p.m. If you are uh, a Patreon member and you do not get an invite each week to be part of the live audience, let me know. And I will um, invite you via via an email. Just a little invite. You click on it. All of a sudden, boom, I see your face. You see ours we have a great time ben and eric tonight at 7 p.m. as uh that will be as fun as as we always uh, as it always is looking forward to that tonight okay um uh, yesterday i had a very, very very busy day and it was getting to be Later, late in the evening, and all the music seeping through. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Paul Simon. And uh, it's like 6.45. And uh, I've gotten back to work. I had a number of things that I had to post. I had the Jay Moore thing. I had just some busy work to do here. I was seated right here. And I go, you know, Wednesday is, you know, I haven't done any working out and I I worked out Monday I worked out Tuesday I need to work out Wednesday I'm like I'm I'm actually tired I'm yawning I want to go to bed at 645 and uh, I can't get to the gym because Madison took the truck because her car is getting worked on I could have gotten a loaner car but I said don't even worry about it Um, hang on I gotta stretch out my leg Uh, so I don't know what came over me, but I said, fuck that. I am going outside and running and the workout called for a little bit higher intensity. So basically it's just warm up on the road for about a mile and then run like hell for two miles. Like (laughs) as hard as you can, as long as you can maintain that two miles. That's it. And that ain't very fast, trust me. For me to get to that point where I'm like maxed like that and then uh, able to maintain it is not a fast pace. Used to be when I was a younger kid, but not now. Doesn't matter though. Again, Rome wasn't built in the day, and I'm trying to be less disgusting. And uh, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So I go downstairs and uh, get my gear on, and uh, the dogs have to go outside and I don't have much daylight left, so I've got a headlamp on, a little strobe, safety, safety in mind. so um I let the dogs up excuse me, I let the dogs out into the into the kennel, and uh I say, well, I'm only going to be gone about twenty five minutes, so I'm going to put them in there. They can do their thing, and then I'll come back, let them in, and then uh, wrap up the night, take a shower, go to bed. Simple, simple. Now, I haven't ran outside in quite some time this type of workout. Um, Usually I do it on a treadmill. So what what I ended up contending with, the issue, is something that's not really a problem when you're on the treadmill, and that's because the treadmill is near the toilet at the YMCA. I'm in the middle of nowhere running, and then the amount of pain uh, as I approached the halfway point of this run was so sharp and sudden, it's like the shit that was moving through my large intestine was in the shape of Khal Drogo's dagger, and it was piercing my inner wall of my colon, and I go, God, oh. oh. And I immediately go, what the fuck was that? It was like I got shot. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, this is not good. We have uh, uh, maybe minutes, but probably seconds until the big one. Yes, we have another desperate uh, shit my pants, shit outside scenario brewing. And, you know, I'm no stranger to this. This has been as long as i've been talking to you there's always a take a shit outside moment that oh god except i am not in the wilderness i mean there's houses farmhouses and where i live if they see a guy who looks like an isis soccer coach taking a shit in their driveway they're gonna shoot him the hillbillies here uh all they do is kill people that don't look like them. And I don't look like these fucking corn-fed idiots that live around me. So fuck this. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And then I realize I'm close to the rink. There's a hockey rink right by where I live. And in fact, my kids, their Jim and my grandson even, uh, Jim played his whole hockey career at this place. And I go, oh, thank God, the rink. So I'm like, well, will I make it? It's it's a quarter mile away. That's how desperate I'm feeling at this point. And um, I run up and I run in. I got my headlamp on. People in the rink. There's a men's league going on. They're like, what the fuck? What is this asshole doing? I go right. I run through the lobby into the bathroom and then open the door, sit. It's dumb and dumber. It's like that horrible scene in Dumb and Dumber. And I'm like, my God. Oh, and so this is a process, though. And all I'm doing, I'm getting like an ab workout because I'm reaching back flushing so many times. It's that much of a debacle. And then I'm just like, God help this next poor son of a bitch who comes in here. And, uh... It was a bummer because I didn't have a phone. I'm just sitting there. It, it, you ever like uh, be without a phone? So normally, I can't tell you last time I wasn't uh, looking at my phone in the bathroom. That is so boring. My God. So I'm just sitting there for 20 minutes. And I, I it, it hurts and I don't feel good. And, it, and I, now I still got to get home. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. I leave. It's pouring. It's raining like fuck. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, I better get going. So I start running like crazy. That wasn't a problem. I was I was working very hard, so I was warm. All I'm wearing is a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. It's probably like 45 degrees out and it's pouring down rain, and it's windy. But I'm running my ass off back home. Mile and, mile and a half. And uh, that's no problem. And then I realize when I'm like 400 yards from home, but the dogs are still out. I go, oh no. Those poor puppies, shit. They're still in the kennel. That they're gonna hate me, man. Um by the way, Jason says, gotta read a shampoo bottle. I, I absolutely would do that. I'm that guy who would read a shampoo bottle. And I don't know why that's interesting. It's just once your eyes are doing something, it's why well, it makes it it it's impossible to not enjoy this. You have to read something. You're right. I go, oh, no, the dogs. Oh, those poor guys. Well, I'll go in. I'll get a towel, and then I'll go get them, and then I'll bring them in. But then I see even more bad news. Diana's home. Oh, no. Now, she comes home to – she doesn't know Madison's taking my truck. She comes home to no truck, no husband no dogs no knowledge of what the fuck is happening she doesn't know where the dogs are and she's calling my phone i don't have my phone i'm not picking up my phone so she doesn't know what to think and then she uh i don't know this but i guess she walked up to the nfk and said where's eric man fucking shit he's out for a run she's like well did he did he take the dogs fuck i don't know he just i thought he let him outside and shit fucking shit well did he take his truck i don't fucking know fucking shit i have no so then that gets him concerned and this is not a place you want to be in you don't want him so then he's stomping around the house looking out the windows fucking shit i don't see a motherfucker shit. Fuck. I come home. She's at the door tapping her foot. Where were you? I go, and I'm soaking wet. And, uh, I'm literally there was water dripping off of my brow and I go church. Just no, I go, I was out running. What do you mean? Where was I? Where do you, I? I I got running gear on, shoes. I'm sweating my face off. I got water. It's dra- raining. Where were you? What What do you mean, where was? The airport. The fuck, where do you think I was? Now, that's what I'm thinking. Did I say all that shit? No. I just said, oh, I was out for a run, honey. Well, I come home. No dogs. No truck. No you. And... And actually, she started with that, and I go, "Calm, you gonna? Can I can I explain? Can I explain what happened?" Um, I go, "Are you just gonna yell at me?" She goes, "Go ahead." I go, "Well, I." She goes, "Why did you leave the dogs out in the rain?" I go, "Well, when I left, if you give me a chance to explain, it wasn't raining when I left. I put them in there. My plan was a short run, come back, let them in." It happened, just so happened though, I had to take a dump and I took there, took it, it took forever to go to the bathroom. I didn't feel good at all. And when I came out of there, it was raining. I didn't, so I didn't like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Did you actually begin to think that, Hey, it's raining dogs. Let's go outside. What the fuck? So she's furious. I'm like, why are you mad at me? I didn't do anything wrong. And then Kevin's like, "Where were you?" And I'm like, "What? What the fuck is going on here? I did. This is a. This is my life." So I'm like, "Well."
0: Uh,
1: and then it took her like an hour to get over this. I go, "What are you so upset about?" I she goes, "Well, the I was. You gave me uh, anxiety, and uh, and I was uh, annoyed. It was very annoying that I. And and where? And where's your truck? Huh? Where's your truck?" I go. Madison took it. Why? Why would she take your truck? And I'm like, why can't you piece all this shit together? I dropped your, your fucking car off to get it fixed. This is all very simple. In her mind, I jumped in my, I, I took the dogs and, and then uh, I jumped in my truck and uh, went and met up with some slut who I pounded in the asshole and then came home. That's what, That's what is going on in her brain. And then the dogs are still in the truck that's in the driveway. When in reality, Madison took my truck to work. I went running, put the dogs in the kennel, and then I had a stomach issue. So I had to sit down at a fucking toilet and run home in the rain. No big deal. But then you come home stomping around here. Your brother's fucking shit. What the fuck is he? Where the fuck is he? Oh, my God. I think he's fucking dead. He told me he was going running. Motherfucking shit fuck. But you know what I did? I kept a level head. Troublemaker for the day, Jason May says, might as well let her look through the phone now. I do. My phone wasn't even with me. My phone was right up there. She could have looked through it. I don't give a shit. Go ahead, look through my phone. I don't care. I don't think she really thought that I was banging some chick on... uh, for some meetup or anything like that. But she was so pissed. What the fuck you got to be pissed about? Come on. All right. Prior to all of that, I had a chance to sit down with Jay Moore. And um, I didn't even know that Jay was a year into recovery. Addicted to, well, one of many things, but the most recent was Adderall now I don't know shit about Adderall I don't know what it does I don't know how you get it in your body I don't know anything about Adderall um alright and then what? Well, when I was researching it I did see that he had been in rehab and he's been clean for a year I was like oh hmm. I wonder if we'll talk about that it turns out That's the only thing we talked about. And it was great. Um, I had to kind of like change it up because I immediately started talking about something that he did some time ago on the Rome show. And like a true addict, um, I got the impression that that's a dead end conversation topic. um, Because he's a different dude now he's way different and he's, you know, uh, at 51 years old, he just started living because he's been free of, uh, addiction for that amount of time. God willing, he'll continue today to have that type of success. So, you know, we have a lot in common. We're the same age and, um, he's like a month older than, or younger than me. And, um, we both come from a similar spot. Me, I've had a longer run, but um, he's had a whole lifetime of this. And he described it as he quit drinking in 1998. But he's been addicted to everything under the sun since then. And uh, he's great. Jay Moore, I, really, I have a, a newfound um, respect for that guy. Um, And so just in the 20 minutes that I talked to him, we touched on a lot of great shit. Jay is fucking awesome. I wouldn't call this a funny interview in any way, shape or form, but he, I believe that there's plenty of hilarious shit that he is pulling out of his experiences as an addict into his stand-up routine. So you must go see him Friday and Saturday here in Grand Rapids. He's at Creston Brewery, which is uh, the Grand Rapids Comedy Club. I think you can get tickets for like 25 or 30 bucks. You go to FullHouseComedy.com, get your tickets. Jay's great. Uh, early shows, Friday, early shows, and late shows Saturday. Same thing. I'm sorry. Friday, early and late. Saturday, early and late. 7 and 9.30, I think, or 7.30 and 9. But uh, really, really cool. So uh, you can watch that interview or listen to it. It's uh, on my uh, all the usual places where you can find my interviews to watch, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, also listen to it on the free audio podcast. Where, same place where you get this free podcast. But Jay Moore was great. Um, and, and we just hit it off. I, I said to him, I go, well, you know, I, I got to tell you, we have a lot in common. I've been recovering since 1996. And he's like, oh, my God. And he just seemed like a really genuine, sweet, nice man who fucking is finally being honest with himself. And I tell you what, I got a soft spot in my heart for the honest souls who just finally um, don't sweep anything under the rug and wear their hearts on their sleeves because I'm a lot like that. We did not talk about the fact that he is uh, dating one of the richest women on the planet I mean, I'm not kidding you. I think it's like Jeff Bezos' wife, and then uh, Jeannie Bus. Jeannie Bus owns the Lakers, and that's Jay's girlfriend. <laughs> but I, I didn't, we didn't touch on that at all. That would have been way weird. If he would have brought it up, I might have, I might have asked him a question. But I didn't want to upset him or anything like that. And we were having too good of a time talking about being uh, drunks and a drug addict, which we are. Uh, so if you want to hear the drug addict and the drunk have a conversation it's uh it's a good one i've gotten a lot of great feedback about it um in fact let's see i always like reading your feedback you guys are great uh, Rob V right. Hey, Zane, just want to tell you that the interviews you've done with Hal Sparks and now Jay Moore are fantastic. In both cases, I was expecting the morning, morning radio routine with a comedian guest. Boy, was I wrong in both instances. I probably told you this before, but you are a really good interviewer. And that's why I'm reading this email to you because he's giving me a compliment and I appreciate that. And I am stroking my own ego with this email. The way you discussed battling addiction was, Jay, was phenomenal. Bravo, man. Great job. Anyways, hope to see more of these types of interviews. Signed, Rob. I appreciate that, buddy. There's another one, too, that was talking really excellently about me, which means I must read it. It might have been a Facebook comment. Uh, let's see. No, I don't know where the fuck it was. I also posted that. I'm proud to welcome Berlin raceway. When I had told a lot of you about this, who watch the podcast regularly or listen to the podcast regularly, that Berlin raceway was, uh, we were finalizing the deal and it is, uh, it is finalized. So that is sweet. And, um, I, I can't wait to get out there. Uh, Joe Jason, who I used to work with in radio, being from Marn, it's good to see more Marn in your show, Marn, Michigan. Is there anything more in Marn that I'm missing? Kendall, longtime family friend, writes, I'd like to be there for the, quote, Diana gets drunk on Sip Shine night. I don't know what that means. James P. writes, hey, Jeff Striegel, are you... Sure, you know what you're getting into with the the Zane, LOL. With, with the Zane, LOL. Just kidding. Zane and his show are awesome. Uh, Jeff writes, I don't, LOL, but I'm ready. Jeff is also the voice of the radio side of NASCAR. So if you listen to any NASCAR race on the radio, MRN Motor Racing Network, that's Jeff Striegel. So he travels to all the races, does the radio play-by-play, and then comes back to Marne to run the track. Bet you didn't know that. Kevin Corbad waves in. Can't wait to hear, see, and try to take part in all of this. Seeing a lot of people say they've never been. It's theoretically possible to take an entire family out for 25 bucks. Races start most Saturdays at 5 p.m. Seats are excellent. Repurposed from Michigan International Speedway. Jeff Striegel and company are always upgrading it was a full service bar. Great concessions. And they let you bring coolers in. That's not true. They used to. They don't do that anymore. Fuck that shit. Buy their beer. Trying to make money. Jason Schaefer. Never been to Berlin. Looking forward to some races. I cannot believe you have never been there. Looking forward to repping. EZSP. Thank you, Jason. You're great. Tim Kuyper says, looking forward to it. I prefer dirt track. But I never pass up a chance to go to Berlin. Dennis, this is very exciting. I was a regular regular there every Saturday during the 90s, during the 90s, during the 90s, but I haven't been in quite some time. Uh, Kent, drop the E out of you. My boys have it on their family bucket list to go to a race this year. We will gladly make this happen at Berlin Raceway. Awesome. Striegel writes, welcome, welcome, welcome to Eric Zane and the Zaniacs. Why am I afraid? Ashlyn from Blue Frost IT says, way to go. Joey Williamson says, hell yeah, I love that place. So, stay tuned. Um, We'll have several Zaniac nights there. And uh, I will be giving away tickets. Here on the podcast and on my social media. So I can't wait. I'm very, very excited about this. God bless Berlin Raceway. For being part of the podcast. They stopping coolers this year. I think that's been quite some time. That's old news. I'm pretty sure about that. At least that's what they told me, unless I'm getting wrong info. But I got it from them. How about Bosco's in the afternoon for late, early lunch, then on to Berlin? I like the way you're thinking, Kyle Ryan. All right. Anyway, Patreon today, Madeline Albright. Has passed. I don't have anything really that interesting. Except that she, over the years, has said lots of dumb shit. As a diplomat and secretary of state. This has happened more than once. Had happened more than once. She's dead now. She passed away yesterday at 84. Immigrant from Czechoslovakia. Parents brought her here didn't know she was Jewish till she was like in her late 50s what yeah her mom and dad converted to Catholicism and like never told her you're a Jew now some of that might have had to be had of uh, had something to do with the fact that um she was raised uh you know into World War II but unbelievable but what I'm gonna focus on is she wow talk about someone who said things and is like oh no I can't believe I said that that was Madeline Albright she did a 60 minutes interview and she said something horrible that got her in. it was such a shit storm I remember when this happened and then she was doing a book signing I think in Czechoslovakia and some Serbians were protesting her and she was on a on a hot mic and said something that you should that the Secretary of State should not say. Oh, no. <laughs> Rest in peace, Secretary Albright. But she did say a lot of dumb shit, and I'm gonna share it with you on the Patreon. The open and live stream of this podcast brought to you by Tag Accounting. Tax day is the 18th of April. Monday, the 18th of April. Daisy's like barking in her sleep right now. Uh, Reach out to my friends at Tag Accounting. Okay? And you can take advantage of the services and the effort of the tax hobbit. Anywhere in the U.S., 616 301 9516. Troy Ginzer, the tax hobbit, can help you. Quit putting it off. Just make the call and you will feel so much better because, as it is, you might be thinking, oh, there's not enough time. He can't do it. He can do it. Just quit panicking. Just make the call today, 616 301 9516. Or you can email, okay? Go to tagcpa.net and the email is there. I believe it's troy at Tag CPA.net or some shit like that. It's on the website. Drop an email and say, hey, Zane sent me. Can you do my taxes? Yes. And they'll help you out. Uh, You're going to end up taking some of your documents and uploading them via the online portal. This is something you can absolutely do. You don't have to be sitting in front of them to get your taxes done. That's a myth. Some of you will prefer that if you live in the area. That's fine. But you don't have to. Okay. I love to because then I get to see him working hard on his little tyke's desk and just talking shop with him. He's great. Troy Ginzer, Tag Accounting, 616 301 9516. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231 332 6505. Mario can help you get a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., four exceptions South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore Team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Now, if you have a great credit score, it's going to be easy. They are the bank. They do it all. If your credit score stinks, you're still going to get a mortgage, but your mortgage isn't going to be like a super low interest rate, like the guy who's got the great credit score, and that has nothing to do with Mario. That has to do with lending rules, Okay. If your credit score stinks, yes, you're going to get a shit bag loan, but at least you're paying on something that's yours, okay? Pay on that for a year, refinance it because your credit score is better. You made all your on-time payments, of course, and then you get a better loan. You do that a couple of times, boom, next thing you know, you've got the lowest fixed rate on a 15 or a 30-year that you can possibly have. You want the lowest rate there is in the business right now, 15-year fixed the rates are going up because they're trying to put a uh, uh, cap this inflation disaster that we have right now i did that and then that's the end of it uh, by the way i don't really believe that joe biden did any of that i did that i don't believe any of that shit i saw some graphic the other day it said Biden inflation homes mortgages and there's like an up arrow up this much used cars up this much clothes up this much gas up this much it's all joe biden's fault this is very convenient and not true okay i don't believe a bit of that if you dig a little instead of reading what all the other butt fucks uh in your circles are telling you um you would see that there's so much more to it economically than just laying blame on the president of the united states you idiots my god yeah i know he's got he's a fucking. Got Alzheimer's and can't even think. His brain is mush, but he's not to blame for any of that. No matter what you tell me. It's not true. All right. Um, thank you to Mario. Also, thank you to Joe Martinez from A and E Heating and Cooling. Um, you know his efforts with, with uh, Well Wellhouse Um are what got me involved with Wellhouse. The spring jubilee is Friday, if you'd like to go. Uh, wellhouse.org. All right, yeah, sorry, wellhousegr.org, the Spring Jubilee of Growth. They have 14 houses right now in Grand Rapids. They want 22 this year, pay sixty five bucks, hang out with me Friday night at the spring Jubilee, and that money goes towards that funding. They buy houses that are, you well, know, in disarray, and then volunteers fix them up. And then the underprivileged people who would normally be in homeless shelters, single moms with starving kids, get a home. That's it. How great is that? Joe Martinez got me involved in this. He uh, renovates the heating and cooling systems on these homes because he's a saint. And uh, I talk about it. That's what I do because that's what I do for a living is open my big fat mouth well house is uh something that i can really get behind and i love them and joe martinez is the one who led me to them god bless joe martinez and if you want his expertise in your home call or text 616-516-8579 joe martinez a and e heating and cooling I forgot to open up one of my uh, stories that I wanted to talk about with you. Okay. There's that. Basketball player Yusef Nurkic plays for the Portland Trailblazers. He's seven foot tall. I'm not sure what country he's from. Um. He's on the bench right now because he's injured. And uh, something happened during the game that I want to share with you against the Indiana Pacers. Okay. Oh, man, come on now. Aha. Aha. This fan right there. They said is 12 years old, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I buy that. I said 12 years old, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I buy the the that. The right, buy guy in the red there is Yusef Nurkic. The guy in the red there. Yusef Nurkic. The guy in the red there. Yusef Nurkic. The guy in the red there. Yusef Nurkic. Hold on a second. I'm messing with my own head here. Um... Okay. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was a pizza moment. It was it was my own audio burning into your brains. All right. This is uh, the kid here. They said is 12. He apparently said, hey, your mom's trash. And said, your grandma's a bitch. That rubbed the guy the wrong way. And this is his response. Check this out. Watch again. (laughs) Takes a phone. Throws it. The kid looks, the kid stares him down. I don't believe that that kid's 12. I think that kid's probably more like 15 or 16. But he didn't like that. And he broke the wall between fan and an athlete. And, um, One more time. Check this out. Okay. He was fined $40,000 for that. He was pissed because the kid said, your grandma's your grandma's a bitch, and I guess his grandma died not that long ago from COVID. So now well, I don't know. I what I think back to is when I was young. First of all, if I was young, I wouldn't be front row at an independent, at a uh, at an Indiana Pacers base, a basketball game boy, I'm struggling here. Uh, But let's say my dad was rich as shit and I'm courtside at the Pacers game. And I referred, I would never, if my dad found out that I referred to somebody's mom as trash and someone's dead grandma as a bitch, if the guys, if the kid's dad was there, he should have kicked the kid's ass. If you're old like me, our dad would have beat the shit out of us. For addressing an adult that way. This is a perfect reason why uh, the world is fucked. Because Gen Z is full of assholes. Okay? Chris says this is why kids need to be beat. And the fact that that little fucker had the nerve not only to say it, but then stare a seven-foot man who's 50 times more powerful than him in the face like that. Holy shit. And then the restraint by this guy. Oh God. Tyler says, if this kid had Mr. Hosinski as a teacher, this would n- not have ha- happened. Um, Jesus. So he was fined $40,000 for touching the phone, and throwing it into the stands. And, I mean, I get it. The NBA does that because they don't want the players. Um, But, God, that kid, I cannot believe the nerve he had. To I mean, because if that was me, um, I would have, you know, ran away if I was the kid. Jason says, I wouldn't necessarily call that restraint. Well, when I say it was restraint, I mean he didn't fucking kill him. That's what I was talking about. Jesus. So, there you go. $40,000 fine for that guy. All right. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. I think Kyle's in here waiting. Where is he? I will bring him in right now, and we'll be lucky if this works out. You know how it goes with me on this? Let's see. Two person. Aha! <laughs> I kind of see you. Yeah, you're here.
2: Oh, shit. There's my big ass forehead.
1: I'll fix it. I can fix it. How are you?
2: I'm doing good, dude. Did you? Oh, uh shit. Look at that. <laughs> Just taking over the whole fucking screen.
1: Did you happen to? Uh, were you paying attention to that story I was talking about?
2: Yeah, hell yeah, dude.
1: Uh, how would? What do? What do you think about all that? You saw the guy, the uh, basketball player, stare the kid down, throw his phone into the stands.
2: Dude, I here's the thing, uh, and it kind of relates. Uh, some crazy shit just happened to me at Panera when I was securing my coffee. Yeah. And uh, it, re- it reminds me of what you're talking about. So I support it, dude. I say, fuck that kid up, throw his phone, dude. Because um, kids fucking suck, dude. But check this out. When I was just at Panera, um, well, first of all, I had a first world problem scenario happen where I fucking, like, supply chain issues led Panera to have different caps now to the coffee. And the caps suck compared to the other ones. So I was like, what the fuck's going on, dude? Which, total first world. But then this is what happened. I saw this kid, I don't know, maybe six or something like that. And he lost his mom in there. Like his mom, like, I don't know, filled up her drinks and then like went to the table. But Mm -hmm. he was fucking lost, dude. And I could see him. And like, he was like running around, like looking around, trying to find his mom. And then I look over and I saw his mom, like looking for where he was. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking tell this kid where his mom is, dude. I'm just (laughs) fucking kids got to learn a lesson. And uh that's how I feel, dude. Kids gotta learn lessons.
1: So yeah, you're it's similar. I, I would say what you did is worse than what the basketball player did.
2: <laughs> no, dude. You gotta give that kid the fear of God. Because get this is what happened, Eric Zane. when I was a kid. Um when you know, you save up quarters and well, before before we're talking nineties where you could buy toys for reasonable prices. But, you know, I'd save up quarters and dollars and stuff and, you know, do a little, little mow lawns and shit and get a little money. And my mom would bring me to Meijer, um, and i just have, like, my little... Because I didn't have a wallet yet because I was, like, seven. But I had my little bag of money and my mom would be like, now, fucking... Well, she wouldn't swear, but she's like, fucking pay attention. You know what I mean? Like, know where I am and don't just wander off. Um, so I didn't and I wandered off and I would always end up in the fucking, like away from my mom and then i would get nervous because i lost her and then i would set the bag of money down and then like really try to find her and then i would find her and she'd be like where's your money and i'd be like fuck dude we gotta go find that now but anyways point is i learned the fear of god in those moments of being like ah that's it dude my mom left i don't know where my house is from here i'm screwed dude
1: so you eventually found her and you, ne- and and your point is you never did that again.
2: Right. Well, I didn't know. I did, I did it like 10 times, but then I learned,
1: <laughs> didn't you learn anything from Spider-Man when the robbers running away and Peter Parker doesn't stop him and he ends up killing uncle Ben. Didn't, didn't we learn anything from that Kyle?
2: No. Cause here's the thing. I, I used to read, this is funny about, I don't know if this still happens these days, but, um, I used to read the comics, the Spider-Man comics, but like, you know how comics are like the storylines like massive. So like, I didn't even know about like, the Uncle Ben thing necessarily until fucking Toby Maguire taught me about it, dude. And it was, well, yeah. Crazy. Didn't you, yeah. didn't
1: you learn anything from that? I mean, Jesus. And then well, yeah, he, I mean, well, you, you saw it. And then, so the, this kid's sitting there crying. How, how old was the kid? Do you think three, oh, two, yeah.
2: No, he was like six.
1: Okay, so he's upset, and you 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 couldn't just say to the mom, "Hey," and just point. I mean, so or did or did she have to learn a lesson too?
2: I everyone's got to learn a lesson at some point, dude. So I say, fuck, <laughs> I say, fuck him, dude.
1: Chris says, "What a dick."
2: <laughs> no, dude, <laughs> I'm telling you. Like, you gotta. I'm telling you, and I'm obviously, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Old school. This is yeah old school and biased because this is just how what's happened with the screen right now dude it looks okay on my end (laughs) it's like it shrunk oh it's an ad i think i think an ad popped up below for playstation never mind (laughs) um but yeah i'm like a little biased because like i you know obviously my worldview is shaped by like how i learn things and all, all that kind of stuff but i mean i feel like you've met here's what happened I'm going to go to the end of the story to explain the first part of the story. When I got to college, I met just like thousands of people who had n- never learned the shit that they were supposed to learn when they were kids. And you can fucking tell, dude. So I might've just, I might've actually, you know, 12, 15 years in the future, I might've just made that kid a successful person just by scaring the shit out. Of him. Okay.
1: So that's definitely taking a different approach that you are actually giving the community gifts with what, with what you're doing
2: for sure. Dude.
1: <laughs> I think Amanda agrees with you. She says, my daughter is one of those people. Uh, Chris, the same guy who called you a dick says, I remember being terrified as a kid, losing mom in the store as a young child. There you go. And then, yeah. uh, our Healy says, Kyle is becoming a heel. Like in pro wrestling, you're becoming a heel.
2: <laughs> dude. That's funny because, um, like, I'm very nice, I feel like, um, but in the background, I'm always like, if someone says something, I'm like, nah, fuck it, dude, or like, fuck that guy, or fuck, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I'm I'm secretly a heel on the inside, uh, on the outside, I just bring joy, dude.
1: <laughs> uh, we have a question from Jason. He says, well, Kyle, what's the nastiest thing that you've found in a dumpy?
2: Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what uh just the other week I found a like a dead deer carcass in there which was a no-go you're not supposed to do that apparently at the landfill but um so that smelled pretty bad um
1: that's that's a good one that's a that's a very nasty thing a dead a deer carcass in there
2: yeah that was that was that was rough by the
1: way by the way you called it a dead deer carcass I don't think there can be an alive deer carcass
2: depends what they're into dude you know what i mean they could be into some yeah. you know, some called when you're into like torturing yourself and it
1: stuff? it doesn't a carcass is a carcass
2: <laughs> i know i know
1: <laughs> anyway um so when you when you ta- did you end up uh making the guy get it out of there or did you just you know all right whatever well
2: no i didn't i didn't find out it was in there until i dumped you know what i mean so okay. that's like a, that's the 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 dumping in, or the waste industry is like not very tight where like you don't know what's in it you know except for what's on the top like until you dump it and if there's any shit in there that's right. not supposed to be in there then the, either the landfill's going to catch you on it and start charging you yeah or um or it's just in there and nobody knows about it and so it's like but they, they have like tons of rules at the landfill. Right. So that's where it gets tricky. You know, what I mean? you know,
1: and being that you're kind of in this industry, you know what often boggles my mind? I look at like how much garbage I produce in a week that gets taken, okay, in, in these plastic bags that end up uh-huh. just getting having that happen to them dumped into a landfill. And then I like I, I in my brain I multiply that by like a hundred billion for the week, uh-huh. and, like, wh- how the fuck are we not running out of room?
2: Yeah, I think it's... Because I think once they bury it, they start, like, burning it and shit. And I think, like, in the hill, I think, like, they there's, like, some bacteria, I think, is in there, and I also think they're doing, like... I don't know. They put these little fucking, like, chimneys all over the hill that, like, methane and shit comes out. So I think they're just burning it, I
1: Well, think. I think that when it's all in a um like all the garbage is in a pile some of it is organic and then it produces gas i think that's what those pipes are venting you yeah. know cuz yeah. it gets very yeah. warm it gets very warm and so that i do know but i guess my question is it's like fucking uh, i think <laughs> i i think we build subdivisions on these landfills i think they eventually become usable property
2: um yeah that would i yeah that would suck i wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't buy nothing.
1: Uh, Nick says that they incinerate it. Uh, and then Shmoo Money says now, I because he's on a quest for knowledge too, I have to watch YouTube videos about landfills. I'm interested in that shit. Like, I, do you ever like have questions about shit like that and then you're laying in bed and you look it up? And you, it's like we have uh, the world at our fingertips for knowledge with our phones.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that doesn't really strike you as interesting because you just said, uh huh.
2: <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing, I everything's uh when I think about things like that, everything's like uh you you give and take yeah. a little bit, right? So Wait. it's like we we have shitloads of information available. Yeah. But the problem is people people pay to have their information prep, pre- like present, you know what I mean? Like pop up first and to pop, you know what I mean? To yeah. be like relevant. Right, right, right. So it's like, yeah, we have the information, but is it paid for number one? And what do you believe? So it's like, you either go from be- like in the old days where there wasn't a lot of information available. So you had to trust people to now, there's tons of information available, but you can't trust the information. So it- it's, it's, I don't know, dude. It's tricky.
1: That was all some of the uh, weirdest rambling I've heard you do in my entire life. <laughs> it, it started with, it started with, uh-huh. And then everything after that made no sense.
2: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's okay.
1: Anyway, uh, we haven't even gotten into your bangers for today. Kyle, what do you have for us?
2: Yeah, so banger number one. Everybody, I'm just going to let everybody know. Eric Zane was going to come to my fucking house and help me get my podcast shit set up. And then yesterday he goes, "Now nah, fuck off, Kyle. I ain't coming over.
1: Didn't do that. So, not true. Not true at all.
2: Hang on, I'm just messing.
1: Bastard. Um, I will. I will get that. We are going to make that happen. That is going to happen. I'm always, every day is another jam-packed adventure, but I sound like uh former co-worker of mine, but uh, it's true. I will get you up and running with a microphone. But what I'm curious about is, because you're at Emilio's residence right now, right?
2: Right now, yes.
1: Well, when you do the show, you're going to still do it this way, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, here's what I'll do. I'll bring my laptop over because I bought a laptop. I'll bring that fucking soundboard thing over, and then I'll bring the mic over, and then I'll sound better, hopefully. Oh,
1: okay. But so I, you're going to bring all the shit.
2: Yeah, I'll bring all the shit. It's is, The soundboard is, like, not that big, so not a big deal. And then um, Yeah,
1: and then the idea is you're going to uh, actually start to podcast, huh?
2: Yeah, dude. That's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting excited about, and that's why I'm like, let's we, you know, that's why I was asking you like, what, like, do I need to uh, like get accounts for shit? You know what I mean? Like, um,
1: yes, yes, and I'll walk you through all of that. You also might need a piece of software that I'd have to teach you about. It's called oh shit, okay, called Adobe Audition, but it's like twenty bucks a month.
2: Okay, so
1: just so you know. Anyway. That's some inside baseball. Uh, Talk to me. What do you have for a banger that you wanted to share with these folks?
2: Hell, yeah. So check this out, Eric Zane. So um, this happened yesterday, which is just a great segue into shit to talk about. Actually, no, before before I get into that, let me get into this. Do you listen to fucking 96.9 at all in the mornings? LAV? Well. Hey, you're doing this actually aren't you never mind
1: <laughs> well I, I i'm very familiar with the show that is uh that that's tony and michelle w-l-a-v
2: yeah they got um they got this dude that pops on and i think he was like somewhat recent but like some dude pops on his name's dave cackley do you know who this is
1: uh yeah i remember him from like the tv news
2: yeah he fought, he does like the traffic report and shit okay and like it drives me crazy every morning because he always ends it. He's like, he's like, I'm Dave Cackley and like says it all crazy like that. And I'm like, man, who Dave Cackley, who the fuck are you, dude? Like what's going on? And uh, so anyways, I just invented this scenario in my head where he starts. He like runs for office. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. like, oh, ever, and that's, that's his fucking, his theme song, not his theme song, like his, his slogan. He's <laughs> just like, ah. he, just, he ends his speech. So
1: he like, just says,
2: Dave
1: so he says his name funny.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it works, obviously, because everybody now knows his fucking right. name. But.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, Ty, Tyler says he he knows exactly what you're talking about. Um,
2: fucking Dave. Exactly, dude.
1: That's an old trick that, you know, if you want people to remember you, say your name wacky, you know, and then yeah. people will hate it, but they'll also remember you. That's an old trick.
2: Yeah. It's and Dave Cackley's putting on a master class, Eric Zane.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, you should do it. You should like say, I, know. I don't know, dumpster I divers in a wacky way. Um, um, Kyle, I do from I dumpster <laughs> Diver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. Oh, shit. oh man, I I know. I'm gonna have to think of I, actually, I do in some of the videos, I call dumpster divers dumbedabble so that could be it
1: that's exactly what it is all you gotta do uh, i kyle <laughs> <laughs> i know that I,
2: I need to get my radio voice down because when i start doing this podcast dude yeah here's I'm, i need to like light some candles and like put on some violin music and just start talking real deep yeah. you know for like a for like three minutes
1: okay so um what are your uh, what is that how you picture the podcast will be just short little snippets like that you're going to post or are you going to oh, do no. a do a whole extravaganza
2: Oh uh, dude it's going to be a fucking extravaganza Here's the thing about the show and here's how I'm going to attract my listeners is exan you have you're very professional and good so you have like a fucking uh, setup and you have like a like a like a pathway of how you do your shows Mine's not gonna be like that, dude. I'm not even gonna plan for it, dude. I'm not gonna look up nothing. I'm just it's just gonna be off the fucking cuff, dude. Um and it's gonna that's gonna make it sick. So people are gonna be like, every show is gonna be way deaf, which is cool. I'm gonna be fucking playing the guitar. And I thought about this too, because I know you put on like videos and shit. I'm gonna just put on fucking YouTube videos of like songs and shit. I'm gonna be doing karaoke too, dude. And the crowd's just gonna have to fucking deal with it, dude.
1: I like the approach because you don't give a shit and you know, I I'm yeah, anxious dude. to see, I'm anxious to see how it goes because this sounds like something I could make fun of. And that to me is a win. So that's all good. Oh,
2: for sure. Yeah. I'm hundred percent planning to, it's going to be like, it'll be like the polar opposite of your show, but in a way that like, oh. you love it, but you yeah. love it and hate it at the same time. So then that way, like we become like, well, like, we're like, we're cousin shows. You're
1: dude. giving me way too much credit because my show at times is all sorts of fucked up.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be sick, dude. And so when I start it, yeah, I'm just going to try to fucking grow it, dude.
1: All right. Good deal. I'm excited for you.
2: Um, right, okay.
1: So... Uh, what else you got for us, Kyle?
2: Yep. So I'm back. So this is what happened, right? So I started to th- I just wrote down little old ladies And um, that's all I needed to remind me of what the fuck I want to talk about. Oh, yeah. So, in the dumpster industry, or, you know, this this industry, you eventually come across some cute-ass fucking little old ladies, right, that have – their communication is very shitty, and uh, (laughs) they don't know what the fuck's going on because they're old and they're losing it a little bit. But they make up for it by being cute as fuck, right? Okay. So – we dropped off a dumpy on monday uh to this little cute old lady um and I, I love her but she was just it was kind of a terror but she was fucking awesome um she drops the dumpy we get it there and then she tells us yeah here's what we're fucking doing um we're taking my chimney down like the chimney when that windstorm happened the chimney started coming off of the house a little bit yeah um and so we're like her nephew was helping her demolish it or whatever and so emilio dropped it off and he he tells her and he tells the nephew listen dude we didn't know about this before we came so what we Uh you got to fill it up about halfway this dumpster um and that's all the truck will be able to pick up so call us at halfway and then we'll bring you another one you know what i mean so but no, they fucking filled the whole thing up, right? So, <laughs> Emilio gets there, and uh, he calls me. He, you know, he's all pissed because Emilio gets fired up when shit doesn't go. How we well, do yeah,
1: it? well he's he's got that fiery uh, Latino temper.
2: Right, and so um, <laughs> so he calls me up. He's like, he's like, they fucking filled the whole thing. He's like, the truck can't fucking pick it up. He's like, the tires are coming <laughs> off the ground. And I'm like, all right, like chill out, we're cool. I'll you know, I'll empty this dumpster that I have and I'll fucking come over there and we'll. So basically we spent like an hour and a half yesterday moving about fifty five hundred pounds of chimney from his dumpster to my dumpster that I brought. Wow. Yeah. So it fucking it, dude, it. fucking sucks. Like I'm I'm very tired today. You know what I mean? Well, all...
1: now do they have to pay for your time and the extra dumpster?
2: Well, no. So what we did is um, we just charged them for the overweight fee um, because, you know, like I said, we're we're reasonable dudes and we are like we're not trying to screw people over or whatever. Yeah. So we didn't charge for the labor or nothing. We just charge them the overweight fee, um, and that was strictly because we didn't know that they were putting a fucking chimney in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, so, so anyway,
1: let me ask you this. Um, so now when you're on the phone or doing Electronic uh, um, negotiation or whatever. Do you 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 have to make that very clear to them, right?
2: Oh yeah, dude, for sure. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like when it comes to cute little old ladies, who I mean, this lady was I don't know 150, 160, and she was like fucking cute, but like just didn't know what the fuck was going on. Basically, you know what I mean? And okay. So, like, even so, this, this is what I mean. When we came out, um, and when we were putting the shit from one dumpster to the other, she came out and was talking with us. And, like, you know, I'm very good at reading people, so, like, right off the bat, I'm like, this lady is in the clouds right now. <laughs> she, I mean, she it was cute and she was awesome, but she was like, oh, I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know that it was gonna so... be that much. And I was like, I was like, that's a big ass chimney. You knew how big that chimney was, right? Anyways, right.
1: Yeah. Then I, she,
2: I, felt, I felt bad for. Her. We actually helped her out because um she would let us know, you know, that it because of the storm or whatever. And we're like, did you call your insurance company? And she was like, oh, oh no, I didn't do that. And we were like, oh, dude. Well, we didn't call her, dude. But we were like, <laughs> you
0: should
2: you should call your insurance company and like they'll probably help you pay for the demo and pay for the dumpsters and stuff. So. Anyway, so um, yeah, Bob, we helped her out a little bit. Well, but, yeah, it's like when we're taught talk- we ask questions on the phone to make sure we know what's going on. Yeah, but, yeah, she just didn't know what the talk. What's
0: going on?
1: <laughs> um, either either that, or she's acting and knows that she can get what she wants by just acting like feeble and old. And then there's the dynamic of Emilio. Good thing you were there, cause he probably would have like raped her or something like that. <laughs>
2: No, the funny thing – I know. The funny thing is, like, Emilio is – so here's the thing. Like, when customers meet him or talking to him on the phone, they're always like, that's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, don't piss him off. That's for sure. Because, like, he's very fucking nice. But, yeah, like, this is the bar I get nervous when he's pissed off because he – like Emilio, he he doesn't like uh have like a filter on his no. face. No, no. Like, you'll fucking know, right? <laughs> so, we're we're over there throwing the shit, and I'm like trying to be upbeat about it. And Emilio, he's got a shovel out because he's like shoveling like dirt and ash and stuff. And like he's like saying like Spanish insults like quietly to himself. <laughs> so he, I, I, all I heard was like he was like naming that to madre, and he was like. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh yeah, he's fucking bad." So, <laughs> then I was like, "Hopefully she doesn't come out here and like hear him just being a pissed. Oh,
1: that is excellent. That is so sweet. Oh man.
2: So yeah. So, but that reminded, so that story, um, it was a shit show, but it was pretty cool. Um, that reminded me of this other cute little fucking old lady um, from like two years ago, um, and I I tried to look her up. I couldn't remember her name, but I know it was like some super fucking old name. You know what I mean? Like like an old person name. Yeah, um, like I might have been like Francis or some shit. You know what I mean? OK. Um, but she goes, um, like I get there and like I was answering a question, blah, blah, blah. And like when I came back to pick it up, um, you know, she asked me a couple more questions. And then she goes, can you send me a receipt? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like looking in her file and I realized she like there was no email. Right. And I was like, yeah, like what's your email? I'll email you over the receipt. And she goes, yeah, I don't have email
1: oh yeah yeah
2: you know 50 50 on an old person i was like oh okay and she goes yeah i can't read
1: oh no
2: i go what like like i I didn't say like what to her but like in my head i was like what the like what and she goes yeah i'm illiterate she was like and then like she had a good attitude about it but she was like i'm like so old that like when i was in grade school like they didn't teach women how to read and shit so i'm illiterate and i'm like Holy shit, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Wow. Oh my God. That is, uh, that sounds incredibly awkward.
2: Yeah. So, um, so, anyways, we were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I could, I was like, we know your address. I can mail you one. So, but it was just funny that she was like, yeah, dude, can't fucking read. <laughs> I,
1: c- I cannot imagine not knowing how to read and existing in the world. Holy shit. No. Shmoo Money says, back when the, oh, she couldn't read back when the world was a better place. <laughs> <laughs> That's fuck. what an asshole! Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're scoring lots of points with Sarah, who already loved you. Um, she, she's uh, so happy you don't overcharge the elderly. So many people screw older clients. She also is so in love with you. She was vast, incredibly disappointed that you did not show up last time we met at Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville.
2: I know. Uh, seriously, guys, like, my life, after this wedding happens, my life's going to get about 10 times easier. Because, Eric I know you got married before, so I know you know what I'm talking about. Well, a lot of people are married who are listening to this. But, um, yeah, dude, it's just always, like, you think you're planning it, and then all of a sudden everybody's got something to say, and they're like, oh, you should do this, or, like, you better do this. And so, you know, it's just... It's yes,
1: just, I'm with you, it's dude. It's a lot of shit. When it so comes...
2: And I again, I plan on coming, and then I actually hit you guys with um, the what you hit me with yesterday. You're like, yeah, schedule got real busy, dude. Yes,
1: so. yep, and that's and especially the way things go in my life, uh, it's it's um, one man show syndrome, and you're not far from that because it's you and Emilio. Um, uh-huh. But one man show syndrome just. Weird shit happens. It's like, you know, this, you're constantly putting shit on the back burner. And then you, that becomes a habit, you know, uh-huh. it becomes the norm. So it's like getting me to do anything out of the norm is like impossible. And so,
2: I'm yeah, I get it. But yeah, I, I want to fucking hang out with you guys, dude.
1: Of course, of course. All right, we got time for one more quickie. What do you got for us?
2: All right, I'm just gonna rattle off some funny ass headlines that I pulled up, okay? Please. Um, here, here's one. It's just the first one that popped up. Um, a top-notch hospital in Doha is busy, only Falcons allowed. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Okay. That's a that was a weird one. Here's another good one. Um, man pleads guilty to taking two baby bears from their den. Which initially led to my first question is like, who's the judge? Like a bear? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> why is that shit illegal? You know what I mean? Guy wants some bears, dude. Um here's another good one. Border authorities find fifty two reptiles hidden hidden in man's clothing. I saw that, and yep. it's Like that's in fuck that's impressive. Yeah, that's oh, a, here's a good one. that's
1: a lot of uh. I I don't know how the hell he managed. It's it's easy to see why he was caught if he's standing there and the thing just pops up between from under his shirt.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, so he probably had, he probably had. If he had fifty-two reptiles, he probably had like fifty-one snakes. All right. That's a, that's a deep joke. Get it?
1: Yeah. Um. I I don't I don't I don't get the joke. What, his
2: dick is the fifty-second snake. Oh. <laughs> All right, here's a really good one. And this one's funny because of you know, just where the guy's from. New York City man rescued twice in two days on Arizona hikes. <laughs> Fucking New York, dude. Can't they can't do nothing, dude?
1: By the way, uh, I, I never get jokes. This is not a you problem, this is a me problem. Chris got it. That's okay. And and I never like whenever my uh Ben from the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast Says jokes I, I, I don't get them I, I don't get jokes I'm always like What the fuck You know But anyway That's okay I'm pretty slow When it comes to that
2: Um I, I had Well fuck I had one more Where the fuck is this thing Hold on Um Oh this is a good one Cause this one cracks me up Okay I, I This one it says it goes, No you don't need to worry about Joro spiders They may even be helpful In some ways And then I said who wrote this article? A fucking Joro spider.
1: That's like a you know Ben. I mean? That's a Ben joke. That's a Ben joke, you asshole. Is it? Uh-oh. <laughs> Which a lot of people like, but I was like, that's terrible. Shut up. <laughs>
2: yeah. All right. All right. That's all, that's all the good. All right.
1: On. Good. Well, I tell you what. Uh, if anybody needs a dumpster, they call you Dumpster Divers. Uh, Dumpster Divers LLC.com is the website. You can uh, uh, use the online platform to book all the shit you want. Isn't that right? And if they, they have any questions, it's all there on the website. Yes?
2: Very fucking easy for sure.
1: All right. Dumpster Divers com. If you're in West Michigan, that's who you call. Uh, if you're out of West Michigan, too bad because they're not going to travel. It's too far, right? Isn't that. <laughs> Uh, and you specialize in cute little old ladies. That's what uh, Sarah yeah. says. Yeah,
2: yeah. We specialize in cute little. So if you're a cute little old lady, uh, send us a telegram.
1: Uh, we have a first-time chat, and this person wrote, "I bet this guy, referring to you, I'm guessing you, maybe it's me. I bet this guy's breath smells like Tide Pods." So the, this person is uh, saying you're stupid and you eat Tide Pods. What do you have to say about that, Kyle?
2: Uh, well, I have I've not eaten a Tide pod yet, but here's the thing: I do uh, I do brush my teeth and use mouthwash every morning, so in some ways it yeah. does smell pretty quickly
1: Yeah. Why are you Why are you lashing out on Kyle? Why, what 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 has he ever done to you? You know, seriously. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cut you loose. Have a good day. Be safe. Sorry you had to uh, uh, bring the extra dumpster and put up with Emilio screaming at your little old lady girlfriend.
2: <laughs> no, it's cool. Anyway, just text me and tell me when you coming to my house, dude, because I'm ready to podcast, dude.
1: All right. Thank you.
2: All right. Love you guys.
1: There you go. Kyle from Dumpster Divers. For another edition of Let's Kill. DumpsterDiversLLC.com. Okay, I got to catch up on a bunch of sponsors. Because I only got 29 minutes of show left. I want to help your business. Send me an email, eric at ericsaintshow.com. If uh, you want info about how it works, it's really simple. Um, got a number of great sponsors that uh, help make the uh, keep the lights on, and uh, nothing but satisfied. Thank you so much to them. Reach out, eric at ericsaintshow.com, and I'll tell you how it works. Mentioned Full House Comedy earlier on the show with Jay Moore. Go to fullhousecomedy.com. Find out uh, the area shows, schedules, things like that. It's all there. Fullhousecomedy.com for shows in West Michigan, including Jay Moore this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Talked about Irvine's auto repair, Grand Rapids hybrid, and EV. When the vehicles need to be repaired, we take them there. Okay? If you are in West Michigan, doesn't matter what part of West Michigan, they've got customers from all over. Uh, It is... Vitally important to have a business that you trust when it comes to maintaining the vehicles that make your family go. vines Irvines.com in West Michigan. They are just a couple of blocks, three blocks east of U.S. 131. Side street called Stafford. 616-532-6600. For Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV, it dawned on me because I called that number yesterday, and Megan picked it up, um, and so she doesn't know it's me. In this case, sometimes they do; it shows up as Eric, but this case it didn't because she picked it up, and you know, you are actually going to get a person to pick up the phone. How about that? And what a concept! And she's so business. It's a great day at Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV. My name is Megan. How can I assist you today? I mean, it's like perfect. Hey, it's Eric. Oh, hey, what's up? It's just awesome. I wanted to interrupt her. I wanted to go, hey, it's Eric. But I wanted to to hear her do her thing. She's just spectacular. They're in this uh, spot right now where they're actually across the street from the actual place where the cars get fixed because they're expanding their business more than doubling probably tripling the size of um, their space for how they can work on vehicles so that is something that they're very very proud of and so they're actually across the street there's a, um, a union building right across the street where they're they they're like renting out a space to do their transactions in business so don't let that throw you off she'll explain it to you when you call 532 6600 Irvine's Auto repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV keeping your cars on the road, specializing in hybrids, EVs, well, any car, really, as long as it's U.S., Asian, or um, European. No Volkswagens, please. Irvines.com. We buy our cars in this household from Sarah Honda. Sarah Honda Granville. We've purchased, purchased an 07 Accord from them, an 08 Accord from them, The brand new Accord from them, I've purchased two Honda Odysseys from them, that's five, and a Honda Civic Hybrid from them, all since 2007. Since 2007, we have purchased six vehicles from Sarah Honda Granville. I swear by them. I love them. If you need a new car or a used vehicle, certified pre-owned or budget, go there first march in say where's thad or where's cameron what that does is that enables the red carpet service from sarah because they're gonna go why you say well eric zane sent me oh thank god come with us what would you like oh here let us this is brian he's going to be helping you today it's awesome Mention my name when you go to Sarah Honda Granville right next to the Cracker Barrel, right across the street from the car wash. I know it's a very localized thing, but some of the, uh, well, 35% of the people that listen to my show are from West Michigan, are in West Michigan. Kanawha Avenue, right on the border of Kent and Ottawa County, right by 44th Street. Can't miss it. I got to stretch out my hip again. Hey, my hip's coming around. I was talking to you about that. Rolling it out really helps, but I still got to loosen it up. I really want to get to this story about don't say gay before the story dies out. Because I've had it with this. I don't like agreeing with Ron DeSantis. I've really been on kind of like an anti-Republican kick since Trump made all those people uh, invade the Capitol. But I am 100% supporting the state of Florida in this bill, which is erroneously called a don't-say-gay bill. It's not the case at all. Um, Too many people who support this Fucking bill or uh, are against this bill are acting like this is some terrible end of the world alienation of gay people and shit like that and it's not i mean i'm a parent and i don't want anybody talking any sexuality with a kindergartner uh on up till about fifth grade and you know how it is they start teaching you about sex health before they do anything So, no, I don't want any. I don't want heterosexual discussion with my child at that age. So, um, and I honestly didn't know that that was a thing. I didn't know that was a problem to begin with, but my kids are out of the schools. Um, I guess in Florida, I don't know if this is a, um, perhaps they're doing this because it's either a problem it's happening or they want to make sure it's not a problem, I guess, or they're just starting a fight. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I agree with this bill. Well, that's all you have to say. And then the entire gay community is acting like this is some type of uh, fucking hate crime that is going on. Uh, Alright, I, I always kind of pause here I want to make sure I got my ducks in a row here So you can see it and you can hear it And I think you can So check this story out This is all bullshit
0: Outside the iconic Walt Disney Studios In Burbank, California Say
1: say oh, Shut up
0: disney employees walked off the job um you know out here just in support of all of our here uh employees and their families an act of protest over florida's so-called don't say gay bill if signed into law it would ban classroom instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in florida in kindergarten through third grade but so
1: what what who gives a shit i'm here to support all my adult queer friends
0: what the fuck? A new national poll on the issue shows 51% of those responding support the provision, with 35% against. If you are out protesting this
1: bill, you are by definition putting yourself in favor of injecting sexual instruction to 5-, 6-, and 7-year-old kids. I think most people think that's wrong. I think parents especially think that's wrong. Absolutely. That was DeSantis, by the way, if you're listening to the audio podcast. All right, this guy supports or he's against the bill Uh, in front of a background that says hashtag Disney do better. Yeah, I'm sick and tired of telling people to do better. You know, you do better. Come up with a fucking slogan that doesn't want me to uh, that doesn't cause me to want to break your fucking face.
0: It's basically forcing people that are LGBT into back into the closet. No,
1: no, no, it's not. It's not doing that at all. In in no way is it doing what you just said. Anybody who is against this bill paints with these ridiculous broad strokes. And that's not true in any way, shape or form.
0: At the happiest place on earth, growing frustration over Disney CEO Bob Chapek's handling of the legislation, with critics saying he did not do enough to speak out against it. At the time, he explained.
1: Now, we were opposed to the bill from the outset but we chose not to take a public position on it because we thought we could be more effective working behind the scenes. What you have right there is him trying to get the best, the, uh, best of both worlds. He's trying to save face and not piss anybody off because he's uh, a pussy but uh actually that's just a simple answer he's probably you know worried about money and the bottom line and keeping people happy but at the same time trying not to support it so now what he wants to say is this whole bill is fucking great and i love it but he can't do that so he's saying we support it but uh You know, maybe he's trying to kick the can down the road, is what he's essentially trying to do.
0: Set off a firestorm with some launching a website and Twitter page calling for a company-wide.
1: It's so much easier if you're him. It's so much easier to just say, yeah, at the putting myself in great risk and Disney in great risk. This bill's bullshit, and uh, I mean, sorry, I said it wrong. This bill is great, and anyone who's supporting it damn it, who is against it, is is bullshit. That's what he should be saying. That's what he wants to say, okay? But he's afraid.
0: Walk out. It's launched the House of Mouse into damage control. Today, a slew of statements from Disney properties, ESPN, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, all reaffirming their commitment to LGBTQ.
1: Disney stands for our whatever, employees, colleagues, family, storytellers, and fans, and we strongly denounce all legislation that infringes on the basic human rights. This, this bill is not infringing on human rights. Especially legislation that targets and harms young people and their families. Oh my God. So now they're going way back the other way. This bill does not do that. Fucking A, man. And you guys know me. I love, I love the gays. I've got so many... Uh, uh, friends and family that are in the gay army of Eric Zane. I am all gay. I am a little gay to begin with. Okay? And I know that some of the gays that I love, hate or love this bill. They're like, well, no. I need to see some of the gays to come out in support of this bill. Okay? I need to hear, you need to take a bold stance Uh, Show gays and say, agree with me, I know you do, that this bill is perfect the way it is. We need these fucking gays to shut the fuck up is what we need.
0: Q plus rights.
1: You have seen now a number of Disney brands come out on Twitter forcefully rejecting the premise behind the legislation. This was the reaction. They're only doing that because of, they're enabling these people that are staging this walkout, they're trying to save their brand. Don't try to save the brand. Double down, motherfucker. That Disney could have done from the jump. And if Disney had done this from the jump, uh, you wouldn't be seeing the same level of angst and protest. So now what this guy's saying is they've made it worse because at first they didn't like immediately kiss the ass of all of these woke assholes. Because they didn't immediately, you know, uh, jump in with them. And now they're kind of turning around and trying to. It looks even worse. Okay.
0: Among employees. At an employee town hall Monday, Chapek apologized again. God. Oh, he made a God. mistake in handling the situation. Oh, no. The company also announced a listening tour, a company-wide task force oh. to efforts to oppose similar legislation in other states. Oh, Is no. the CEO facing pressure right now? Uh, Yes.
1: Uh, Woke pressure. He's absolutely facing pressure. Uh, The board is watching his relationship externally uh, and internally, of course, with employees.
0: Roger that. Adding to the fuel, a new variety report about the new Pixar film Lightyear. After scrapping a planned kiss between a same-sex couple, Disney is now adding it back to the movie. The Mac... (laughs)
1: I did not know that. That is new info. So the concession is they're going to go to the new Buzz Lightyear movie and take the scrapped same-sex kiss and put it back into the movie as a show of gayness.
0: About the new Pixar film Lightyear. Oh, After no. The planned kiss between a same-sex couple. Disney is now adding it back to the movie, the magazine reports.
2: All right, Blaine Alexander joins us now from right outside Disney World in the Orlando area, of course, in Florida. Blaine, we saw there in your story a protest at Walt Disney. And, and
1: be honest, with you, I don't give a shit if characters kiss. I just, the way they have to scramble to try to fix this. The fact that the concession would be, we're all about the gays. And uh, we did the wrong thing by not kissing your ass. So now uh, we don't support this bill. And as a final show of unity... Uh, these two women are going to scissor on the bu- on the Buzz Lightyear on the Butt Lightyear movie going forward.
0: These studios in
2: Burbank, California, but there was a different story on, on what happened where you are there in Orlando..
0: A very different story, Tom. We only saw one employee out here today, so certainly a very different response from what we saw out West. But remember, many of these are union employees.
1: Wait a minute. In California, at Disneyland, It was a huge demonstration, but in Orlando, nobody gave a shit. Is that
0: we saw one employee here today. So certainly a very different response from what we saw out West, but remember, many of these are union employees and they were urged by their union leaders to not participate saying that they could possibly violate their contracts.
1: Uh Aha. So there you go. I really want. Ah, eh. My God. What a shit show all over this bill. Hmm. Maybe Disney should make a movie where two princes kiss or a prince is sleeping and another prince makes out with them. I like that, Kyle. I'm curious how Kyle feels about this because Kyle is of the gay. We all know that. Our Healy says, how does this bill infringe on any rights? They give the rights to the parents. This is why Florida is great. I don't know about that. Lived here for six months, and it's amazing how well run it is. Common sense things have allowed Florida to be the the fastest growing state in the country. Well, I'll tell you what. You're going to have to work hard to convince me about DeSantis. I've still got a horrible taste in my mouth about all this COVID shit. Okay? So, I'm a long way off from agreeing with uh, any of that nonsense. All right? Vote Biden in the next... Vote Harris in the next election. Biden-Harris. It should say Biden-Harris and then parentheses, but Harris is really in charge all right we're hearing from kyle who's of the gay he says i think it's a stupid bill slash law but it's not the shit show dumpster fire that it is being made out to be well um maybe not but there are i mean disney is on the hot seat and that uh that is happening right now and those people are out there protesting at least on the West Coast, so I think it's important for perspective to understand that that bill is not a hate-filled bill; it's an appropriate bill. Thank you. All right, I've been, boy, I've been kicking that can down the road on that damn story for the whole damn week. Okay, let's see. We got a number of things that I'm going to get to on the uh, patreon bonus podcast. A really hot chick in Brazil was hospitalized um, I kind of need to show you who this is, but I don't want to okay I'll just okay this won't tip you off to anything as to what is happening but this is polka. And she used to be known as like something Pocahontas. And then back to Disney, she was afraid of some type of copyright. Now, this is the way she's on stage, but this is the way all hot chicks dress in Brazil. This chick, her ass is sticking out in the background, the singer, and this is Pocahontas. She's uh, singing and dancing. She wears the hooker boots, she's in this provocative pose. Well, she was hospitalized for something recently, and um, you're not going to believe it, and it's it's a health scare that you all should know about, and I'm going to tell you about what happened to Polka, and she's okay. She's okay. She's back to dressing like a slut, which is okay in Brazil. And I'm making a point to stress the boots. She's wearing these stage clothes slash slut boots, and they look fantastic. This is not appropriate attire to wear in the workplace in the United States. But some of the audience members named Kate K insist that this is appropriate work attire. All right, So I'll break that down on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. The Tarantula Farmer is back on Patreon. Thank you. I want you there too. Take the one month challenge. Five or ten bucks for the month. That's it. Go into it with like He's going going to have to earn my respect. He's going to have to earn this 5 or 10 bucks a month. Let's see what you have. And then give it a try. That's it. That's all I'm that's all I ask. And then if it sucks, you cancel it and if you like it, I'll give you 10% off for the year. There you go. 15 plus hours of content every week on my Patreon. There is a fight between Zaniacs. Nick and Amanda are the combatants. Nick wrote, why can't we just let kids be kids? Let them make the life-altering decisions when they get older. I think that's a gender comment. Amanda says, Nick, it doesn't work that way because kids can be incredibly unhappy if they can't be who they are. Nick says, Amanda, most 18-year-olds don't know who the fuck they are and they've got all the freedom in the world. Let's not nudge kids in any direction, okay? Aha, Amanda says, Nick, Don't talk about something you have no knowledge of. Nick says, really? You don't know this, Amanda, but Nick used to be Nicolette. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. You have no idea. And she says, yep, you have no idea, but a little buddy, uh uh-huh, grew up as Nicolette. And then as time has passed, um, It was in Newsweek, the story of how Nicolette became Nick. It was America's first not only, uh, well, it was America's first transgender person who actually had a successful uh, operation so that he can actually make babies with a transplanted dick and balls. And they put a uh, set of dick and balls of... Uh, Wilt Chamberlain, when he died, onto little buddy Nick. So he's got this enormous penis and balls. And that's how he was able to make his lovely child or children. I don't know how many kids you have. So I, I think Nick does have an idea about this. He knows what's going on there, Amanda. Used to be Nicolette, now Nick. So, you know, there you go. Adam says, I thought we weren't going to let this cat out of the bag. Well, yeah, I know, but sometimes it, it uh, it has to come out. This comment, I regret every decision I made as an adult, let alone the ones I made prior to being an adult. This all comes because of the schools in Florida saying, yeah, don't talk about sex to kids. Let their moms and dads do it. That's it. That's it. And Amanda thinks that in kindergarten um this is how amanda thinks the curriculum should be in florida schools at kindergarten the teacher walks in first day and these are five-year-olds and the teacher say hello um i want to know how many of you are boys boys now how many of you boys want to be girls and then um if, if any of them raise their hands say all right Let's do it. Let's talk about how we can be girls, and then she's gonna do the teacher's gonna do the same thing uh, for the for the other sex too, and and try to and say, all right, now you can't leave here unless you pick what sex you want. This is all what Amanda said she wants. She was, in fact, Amanda went to the West Coast and was part of the walkout. She was leading the charge. Did you guys see her on there? She's all about it. So. I don't know. That's just what she told me. She says this is not true, Eric. Really, it's not. You mean I could just be uh, t- saying a, a, a joke? I could. I could just be being stupid. You mean it's not true? <laughs> All right. Enough of you. Um, I also am on Cameo, hire me, Eric, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. For just 15 bucks. you can have me wish somebody happy birthday. There you go. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Uh, Last week's episode featured your old pal Eric Zane. Threadspodcast.com or just search Threads Podcast wherever you download podcasts and listen. It was myself with Jason and Mike. We had a great time. Uh, Jason's like, you ready to get awkward? You ready to get uncomfortable? I go, yeah, Uh, okay. I was like, uh, nothing makes me awkward or uncomfortable. I I invented those things. What are you talking about? Excuse me. Uh, Asshole of the day coming up. My policy shop insurance Frank Fuss is the Medicare Advantage Plan expert. So, him and I are stuck like glue for the next 11 months. And he sometimes freaks out if no one calls or texts him. He says what helps me the most is when people help need help with their Medicare. That that moves the meter most for Frank. You can also call about life insurance, supplemental health insurance, or if you get uh, insurance in the marketplace, Obamacare, he can help you with all that stuff. But what helps him the most is anyone who's utilizing the Medicare system. Now, his help for anyone who's utilizing Medicare is free. I can't stress this enough. 616-914-4070. Whether you're you've been getting your Medicare plan to you each year or just starting out by turning 65, you still need Frank to take a look at what you got going on. Now, probably it's fine, but in some cases you're not taking advantage of the entitlements that you deserve that you, you know, paid all your working career for. So make sure you're getting what is owed to you. My brother-in-law, the NFK found this out himself. He was in the wrong health care plan through Medicare prior to his next surgery. Frank said, don't get the surgery. He's going to pay 20% of a $90,000 bill if that's the case. Wait till after January 1, after I've adjusted his policy, he'll pay next to nothing. He paid $1,300 of a $91,000 bill. True story. My point is 616-914-4070. If someone you love is utilizing Medicare, all it takes is a phone call to get a checkup. Answer a couple questions by Frank, and you're good to go. Alan and Ashland from Blue Frost IT are an amazing IT company. They are the power couple when it comes to IT in West Michigan. Reach out to them, 616 For your business in particular, if you're looking for a tech upgrade, sit down with Alan for a 30-minute complimentary consultation so we can find out what exactly you need Excuse me for your tech in your business. So whether you are the woman or the man or you work for the woman or the man, reach out to Blue Frost IT and you can get started on that. Also, if you're uh, working from home, you need to improve your tech setup through your employer. They can do that, too. 616 um, 285 Prince Arming. I didn't know this till this morning, but I got a call from Steve Prince. They have a CPL class that is mo- this coming Monday and coming Wednesday in Holland. Same place where um, I took my class. Four hours on Monday, the 28th. Four hours on Wednesday, the 30th. Um, I'm not... Well, I didn't... You know, I I take a look at your upcoming schedule and I didn't see that one on there. That's why I haven't talked about it. And he goes, oh... Uh, He said he's lean on class size. There's only six people in the class right now. So if you've got four hours free Monday and Wednesday it's time to take this class. And once you're done with this class, all you need to do is go apply for your pistol license with the documentation he's gonna give you for passing the class. Now, normally when you take this class, it's 125 bucks. And then you uh, rent his weaponry to figure out what type of gun you wanna use. Some of you uh, may have a gun. You can bring it or use his. But when you use his guns, because there is range time during the class, he charges a rental fee. Well, since this is short notice, there is no rental fee on, on the pistols. And the ammo is free. Normally, you would have to rent the pistols and pay for the ammo that you use. You don't have to do that for this class. Monday, Wednesday, waiving the ammo rent, uh, ammo fee and the gun rental. So what I love about that is, you show up for this class on Monday and Wednesday. You've never fired a gun in your life. You don't own a gun. Doesn't matter. You go there. You learn. You take a test. You talk to a lawyer because he's going to give you like uh, basic legality concerning weaponry, and then um, you pass the test. You go to the range, which is right there. Uh, okay, this is a twenty-two. Shoot this. Okay, what do you think of that? I don't know. It's a little weird. Okay, how about this? Forty-four. Uh, uh, how about this uh, How about this 40 caliber? How about this nine millimeter? Um, how about this 38? Oh, I like this one. This 38 fits perfectly. Okay, this is great. So now you know like what type of gun you may be carrying when you're ready to do that. That happens all the time. People with no experience don't even own a gun. Take this class. Once you have that certification, you go to whatever county you live in and you apply. You go to the actual. Uh, county building in whatever county you live in and then you apply for your pistol license. That's simple. Some states like uh, New Hampshire, all you need is a hand. But in Michigan, we've got a little bit more regulation, which is bullshit. But anyway, that's the way we do it. 125 bucks for the class. 616 If you're free this coming Monday and Wednesday, take the damn class. Carry your pistol concealed. You never know. You don't want to be in a scenario where the shit goes down and you don't have a gun, for God's sake. All right. Oh, my God, this show's run long. I like to keep it right at 10. I'm done at 10. And rarely, it always goes over. Okay, yesterday, the guy who set the cop car on fire was the asshole of the day. I haven't heard anything about that guy. As always, if you ever see stories that you think I would have a good time talking about, send them my way, please. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. You, too, can be a contributor of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Ah, Nick and Amanda are still fighting. Now, here's the thing. Amanda writes, I'm done, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. And then Nick follows up with another comment. Nick slash Nicolette. She said she doesn't want to talk about it anymore. She knows she's wrong. Leave her alone. Who is the asshole of the day? Amanda says, Eric, you asshole. Oh, man. Well, you just moved to the head of the line. Uh, Amanda for wanting... Five year olds to <laughs> Amanda for wanting five year olds to hack their dicks off yeah that's right Amanda is the asshole of the day you heard it right here that's what she believes she's going to Florida today to uh, talk to five year olds and tell them to have their sisters chew their dicks off that is horrible I can't believe you would do that you sick whore unbelievable unbelievable Have a good one. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. I bet you didn't know that Madeleine Albright made a career of putting her little gnarly foot into her mouth. Rest in peace. Take care. Bye-bye.